0: Hmm,
1: that's weird. That's weird. You're kind of weary me out. You are a sad, strange it's crazy. little man. This is
0: crazy. This is crazy. This is crazy. Isn't that weird? That's weird, man.
1: It's strange.
0: Welcome back, campers, to episode 7 of Camp Strange. This is your camp counselor, Alex Tobin. I almost forgot my last name.
1: And this is your other camp counselor, David. Stokes? Stokes. Tobin? David to- no No. Uh, Stokes. Stokes. Uh, yeah. yeah. Stokes.
0: And uh, yeah, like we said, we're here back with episode 7, and uh, I have to get this off my chest first and foremost, is that, um, as you know, here at Camp Strange, we're not, we're not scholars, we don't claim to be anything, we're not, and apparently, people have been telling me, I mispronounced a couple words in, in the past few podcasts. Um, one was, uh, for our twins episode, uh, I kept say I said, uh, Bajan Creel, and it's apparently bayesian Creole. okay so i didn't know that at all and the other one was um i did this one a lot this was bad actually Uh-oh. i i did uh i kept saying papacy and papal okay and it's papacy and papal papacy. okay and papal so that's like having to do with the pope yeah and uh two people told me that i was like oh my
1: god damn I yeah you know I, I don't i don't care yeah, <laughs> I mean,
0: I it, for the people who who recognize it, I get that it probably gets on your nerves. I apologize for that. So, I'm just sorry I'm so stupid.
1: Yeah, we're a bunch of fucking idiots. I'm
0: so stupid.
1: But yeah, no, we <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure especially on that uh that uh the one I did about the missing boat with all the Hawaiian names and stuff—I'm sure I butchered all of those—and well, it's gonna happen. Well, you're gonna butcher names. I mean, yeah.
0: No, but no one's gonna correct you on the names. But like papacy is apparently a big, a big common talked about word that I'd never yeah. talked about before. A lot
1: of people talking about that apparently the
0: papacy. Yeah. So um, don't eat a papal, Eat Yikes. a eat a paple.
1: I still need, I still. Um, I don't even know which one. Pear rich. apple. Pear and apple.
0: <laughs> anyway. Um, it's October guys. Ooh, let's get spooky. Yeah. So, uh, it's, it's the spookiest month of the year. Um, Halloween is on the horizon. It's, I think this is my favorite month of the year. Yeah, Uh, it's
1: definitely my favorite. Um, it was, I mean, especially my favorite before I moved to Los Angeles, uh, because you know, the fall in the Northwest is we, we don't get gorgeous, a lot of but fall here. here it's yeah. like, you don't even know what season it is, which kind of sucks, but still
0: pretty hot right now. Honestly, I'm, but, I'm
1: currently sweating,
0: but, um, I, I'm excited for uh, a little bit of overcastness. I'm really excited for everything spooky. Oh, we should, uh, mention, I mean, we posted this on the Instagram a while ago, but, uh, me and David, David and I bought tickets to the queen Mary, uh, did we already talk about this? I don't think so. Oh, we, we got to get to the Queen Mary. What is it? Haunted? I'm oh. still trying to figure out what exactly it is. Horror. But horror. You, you FaceTime me. Um, I was at Costco. Tobin and... Toman does
1: this thing where he doesn't call people. He just FaceTimes them, which is incredibly awkward at times, like when you're at work and I can't talk at the moment. So he was like, oh, you, look at this thing I found. Should I buy it? Should I buy it? And I'm like, I don't
0: care. I'm, I'm at sorry. work. I like a face-to-face interaction. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, I was at Costco and it... I if you saw the picture I feel like it was a better selling point than just telling you on the phone so I went for the FaceTime and you,
1: you could have just taken a picture and texted it to me. No, for I FaceTime guess time time life. was a time was
0: a uh, you know, a factor. Yeah, You're not going to sit there all day, day in Costco even though I could. Most people do. Yeah, it's great. But uh yeah, so it's the Queen Mary which is a haunted shipping vessel which actually will tie into what I'm going to talk about today Ooh. as as far as vessels go. Um but you go there, it's in the Long Beach Harbor, and you could go there. And uh, they have scary mazes and live music and apparently hidden bars. Yeah, in... the
1: the three hidden bars is what's got me very intrigued. <laughs> I bet
0: it does, you alcoholic. <laughs> like, here's a hidden Shut bar. You, you get into a van and they drive you to AA, I mean, like a yeah. rehab place. Like, the hidden bar's in there somewhere. You think it's an escape room the whole time? <laughs> so, um, and then they have like. It said, like, they have alternative uh, routes out of the mazes or something. There's a lot we don't know about this place, but it's, like, written on the ticket. It said, like, alternative routes and... I feel
1: like the less I know, the better, and the better chance I get arrested.
0: What? (laughs) What? you gonna get arrested
1: i don't know if there's alternate routes i'm gonna try everything i see
0: alternate endings i guess you could say to the mazes not... oh endings like yeah right, uh, I mean, okay okay
1: i thought you meant like secret ways to get out and i was like i'm gonna be breaking down walls and climbing through ceiling
0: vents i could just see you like right now all of a sudden like kicking in the door to like where the actors or like the uh the people who dress up like the monsters are like sitting like drinking coffee between their shifts yeah. is there a bar in here <laughs> <laughs> it's a like, coffee bar there's a guy taking a shit kick on the door is there a bar in here guy's like actually yes and he pulls out a tequila from his legs
1: yeah i mean (laughs) like if you're if you're working in that would
0: you take that shot i probably
1: wouldn't a nice nice uh ankle toilet shot (laughs) i think i'd pass on that one when i
0: say between his legs he's reaching into the toilet between his legs pulling out the shot not by his feet
1: oh okay so a, a toilet shot yeah Mm, I mean, when you put it that way, maybe. Now you would take the shot, yeah. for sure. The ground's disgusting, but the water's filtered <laughs> in every time you flush it, so that's safe. <laughs> With the right? guy sitting in it, yeah. yeah.
0: Um, so that, we're excited for that. That should be fun. But um, are, the tickets, you could go anytime in like October, so we don't know what day we're going yet. But it, So is
1: it a one-day thing? That's what a, I was confused by.
0: It's a one-day thing.
1: Okay, because well, there were so many... Um, there's so many events on it. I wasn't sure if it's so many like dates. You, you mean well a lot of dates, but also like things on it, like three bars and like uh, ten yeah. mazes, and, or something like that. It was like I was confused if it's like a whole month thing where you like can just keep doing it different nights.
0: Oh no, it's yeah. You go one night. Okay. It, at Costco, it was like eighty bucks for two tickets, and that ticket also comes with like, the front of the line pass. So I, yeah. if if you go to Costco, I say get it because it seems like a good deal. And yeah, uh, yeah,
1: we're gonna have to sedate Riley to get her in there
0: is she that's your girlfriend yeah
1: my girlfriend she's she she doesn't do horror very well and she's like terrified to go and she doesn't want to do it but i'm gonna force her
0: my girlfriend katie went to halloween horror nights and she's like i don't want to do it and of course she did it for me because she cares so much so much and uh she she had really bad allergies that night but after she got over the allergies (laughs) she had a great time she's like i didn't really like the first couple mazes but then like you kind of get used to it and she's like i really liked it she had a great time so yeah but anyway, I think I think we're all caught up at this point, you know.
1: Yeah, we don't have too much to update about. You know, the merch the merch store is still going strong. Check it out; some yeah. good stuff on there. I finally got my shirts in the mail. Looks great. Got the coffee mug drinking out of that.
0: Mm-hmm. But yeah, it did look nice. You put a, a beer inside the coffee mug, right? You put a koozie inside the coffee well, mug, and then
1: I mean, I got home from I got home from uh, work the other night pretty late, and uh, I didn't want coffee, but I really wanted to drink out of the mug, and I already had a beer open, so. The beer and the koozie slid right into the uh, the coffee mug, so it's multi-purpose. You don't have to drink coffee out of it, guys. Stuff
0: called tea that you usually drink at night. Yeah, <laughs> it's fair. What do you expect? I liked it. I liked the look of it. It looked good with the koozie. The beer fit nice in it. So yeah, yeah. Now he's got to make koozies now. Yep. But
1: still wanting the koozies.
0: But anyway, we should probably get into these stories yep. that are burning a hole in my pocket.
1: Oh, you want you want to lead off? Yeah. I mean, as always. Well, yeah.
0: What do you expect? Of course I do. I don't know. Anyway, let's get started.
1: I was more curious if you actually showed up with a story today.
0: What the fuck are you trying to say?
1: Because you've made up like two
0: of them, right? Well, yeah, that spot. has nothing to do with anything. Though. They weren't real? I'm a great storyteller. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> All of mine are thoroughly researched. Very researched. How dare you say that shit about me on recording? I'll fight you. I
1: think, oh, I mean, if you want, but you should start your story
0: I'm gonna... before you get embarrassed <laughs> over audio. <laughs> okay. Here we go, guys. Let's get into this. So in 1845, a man by the name of Sir John Franklin led two ships, the HMS Erebus and the HMS Terror... Oh. From England to the northern Arctic of Canada in order to find the long sought after Northern Passage.
1: Feel like naming a boat Terror is never a great idea.
0: Yeah, and I was, I was well, he, exactly that. That was the precursor to all of this. And I know your first question is what What's an HMS? The HMS Erebus and the HMS Terror. What's an HMS? Do you know what it means? Isn't it that shitty clothing store that no. none like the clothes fit me? That's H and M. Oh, um, HMS is. Her or his Majesty's ship. Okay, so it's basically basically Royal. the equivalent of the of a USS, the United States ship. Okay, so it was an English ship, state of the art. Oh, so it's it just like a military warship, kind of. Yeah, it wasn't a it wasn't a warship though. It was a like uh, expedition ship.
1: Okay, I was thinking like it's like strictly for like the uh, it wouldn't be presidential, but like strictly for just the king and queen to oh no 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 it wasn't it's not like a it's not air force Force one yeah
0: it's it's just kind of like a ship that belongs to england so they throw that little moniker on there okay you know um and the second question you might have is what is the northwest passage And the Northwest Passage was a supposed trade route that allowed you to safely travel from the Atlantic to the Pacific Ocean without having to navigate the treacherous waters around Cape Horn of South America or Cape uh, Agulus of of South Africa. Yeah. Um, Because as we all know, those are like really, really treacherous waters and stuff and a lot of ships crash and stuff. So they're basically trying to find another route through the northern part of Canada where all the – it's called an archipelago 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 yeah and it's a bunch of little islands and icebergs and stuff like that and they thought that maybe they could travel through that and uh sounds sketchy i mean it's it's i don't know at this point would you rather just take around the horn but uh yeah it was kind of like a pride thing too like whoever found it first was like hey we found a new route and uh you know we didn't die or did they exactly so john franklin was doing this to bring Pride to Frank. Oh my God, he's going to bring pride to Franklin. He's going to bring pride to England as well as boost his own reputation. So he was bringing pride to Franklin as yeah, well, big time. Uh, Family pride because he was a an explorer himself, and he had been on like two other ships, basically. Oh, uh, I mean, uh, three other. What ships. What a player!
1: Yeah, I've been on a couple ships before. <laughs> Not a big deal or anything.
0: <laughs> Not just like I on know the I'm your ship. captain, but I meant he he'd taken some Arctic Arctic expeditions. Um, Three other times, and two of the times he was a commanding officer. So it was kind of like, hey, let's get back out there and uh, and do the only thing I've ever known. Yeah. But um, as many people know today, the passage actually now can be traversed due to global warming. and it, It's a hoax. So basically, the, the, the route is if you travel up the west side of Greenland, hang a left over the Baffin Islands, and then you travel along the north part of Canada— uh, and squeeze in between the 55-mile-wide gap between Alaska and Russia, known as the Bering Strait. So, so it's hang a left and squeeze. Are those nautical terms? They are 100% nautical terms. Okay, Captain. Hang a, like... You hang a Louie. Yeah. And you know this is. And you is, hang a Ricky. Is that what you call it, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. But, yeah, so, uh, no, they're not, uh, you know, technical Na- terms. terms. But it's how m- most people would look at a map. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay asshole so <laughs> so like i said franklin had served on three other arctic explorations two as commanding officer but he wanted to go on a fourth at the ripe old age of 59 okay so he was pretty old at this point point. 10 years too soon i mean not saying anyone's 59 is like you hey you're really old but... but this is also what year is this you said it was like eight 1840s? It's 1845. Yeah, so, you know, 59 and
1: 1845, I feel like that's... He's that's 150 years old. In in our time In now. dog years. Yeah, in dog... <laughs> in 2018 years, he's in, 300 years in old. nautical years. In nautical years, he's 100 uh, leagues under the sea. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Maybe he'll end up 100 leagues under the sea. Yeah, hey, I bet he can hold his breath really good. He could hold more than breath. Oh. <laughs> Is that a sexual joke <laughs> oh, No, <laughs> not sure where you're gonna take that and run with yeah, it i don't you know? like that so um franklin took his two state-of-the-arts unstoppable quote unquote we all know how that goes yeah. vessels the erebus and the terror which terror sounds good if you're like a warship not yeah. if you're an exploration ship it just no. kind of means only bad things can happen
1: their goal was to kill as many uh wildlife As much as
0: possible. No, not. They weren't. many polar bears so they could run over. (laughs) They're not doing that. But um, they set sail. uh, They set sail from England, like I said, to hopefully traverse the frozen maze and come out the other side. Uh, to be fair, the ship seemed sound, and the ship had the ship had a three-year supply of canned and preserved food, along with a state-of-the-art filtration system that could filter seawater and turn it into drinking water. So, That's I mean, cool. it seemed like they went in with like pretty good. Uh, yeah, it doesn't sound too bad. Resources, I'd, like, I'd, like I trust it. And although they took the proper steps to come prepared, many believe many believed that the things they brought in order to save them may have just been their demise. Uh oh. So after sailing across the Atlantic, they stopped on the western side of Greenland where they restocked the ship with fresh meat and uh, sent off letters to be delivered home. They apparently killed like 10 oxen off the coast of Greenland so they could have like some fresh meat and whatnot. Yeah. Reasonable. I don't know.
1: That's a small footprint.
0: Yeah. I- <laughs> I just don't know where they got all the the, the ten oxen, and I don't because I've seen pictures of Greenland, and it doesn't look like anybody lives there. So and it ain't that green, especially in 1845. It's probably just like one guy who's like maybe a uh, ox ran oxen like, ran like wild out there. They like the ship pulls up to this guy who just has like a house and ten oxen, and he's like they're like hello, and he's like hello. I can offer you one oxen for for some. Clean drinking water. They're we're gonna take ten oxen and kill you. And yeah. he's like, oh, just take the oxen. That would be okay. Oh, yeah. So um, they, they, they. I'm not saying that they killed a guy and took his oxen. I'm saying they had some oxen there. But they did. <laughs> I'm not gonna say it, but they did. <laughs> but and they also, like I said, they they wrote letters. And this was the last time that the letters could be sent. Uh, this is like the last time they're on civilization land. Yeah. So they wrote letters back home, and uh, apparently. A lot of the sailors were complaining about the fact that Franklin, the captain, had banned swearing and drunkenness. Isn't that the point of what, being a sailor? Exactly. I mean, wh- I don't know what kind of asshole this guy is, but like, these guys are just like, "Man, this is gonna suck." But hey, at least we, uh, at least we can get really drunk and uh, and swear.
1: Yeah, we can swear at each other about each other's
0: parents, and we can drink. Oh, my wife! I tell you. <laughs> I got on this ship because I had such a bad headache. That I like how none of that had swearing in it. Yeah. So that that's proper griping about your wife on that ship. Yeah. Take a note.
1: That's how it's almost more miserable than being with his wife.
0: Sounds like it. Anyway, after
1: uh, <laughs> his his made up wife that we're making up the yeah. terrible marriage that
0: he's he like, probably wasn't true. Oh, I'd rather you steal ten of my oxen. I swear. <laughs> So by early 1846, they were about halfway through the icy archipelago when they decided to stop at Beachy Island, uh, to hold out for the winter beachy beachy and by Creative. by no means was this island very beach like yeah so it, it's spelled wrong anyway it's b-e-e-c-h-e-y oh, so, okay. so maybe named after somebody but they they pulled on the island to hold out for the winter because it was a pretty pretty grueling winter up there as they say you know yeah i know and uh <laughs> we've all been up there yeah we all know um and while actually on the island to hold out for the winter, three of the sailors, John Hartnell, John Torrington, and William Brain, died and were buried with wooden tombstones to mark their graves. Uh, the, these were the first men to die. Did it say how they died? Just They just died? No, no I'll get into that okay. in a second. But um, these were the first people, the first men to die on the expedition. A couple of the men actually were were getting sick so they hopped off at Greenland and they're like, Hey, we're gonna we're gonna head back home. So this place is pretty
1: nice. I think I'm just gonna stay.
0: He's like, We'll trade you ten sailors for ten oxen. He's like, Deal. Um so they hopped off. Uh but these guys obviously did not make it and many would have believed that the men died due to the cold, lack of food, or the harsh waters, but when researchers dug up the bodies hundred and thirty eight years later they found out that not only were the bodies well-preserved due to the tundra's permafrost, oh, yeah. but that the bones and the tissues could be tested to figure out the cause of death. And what they found was very interesting. Okay. So originally, the researchers thought the men died due to pneumonia caused by tuberculosis. But after testing the samples, they also found extremely high levels of lead in the tissue and bone of all three men. About 100 times more than the acceptable amount.
1: So, like, lead poisoning.
0: It it seemed like it. They were I eating mean, pencils. Yeah. No, that's, that's graphite now.
1: Uh, well, back then it was lead, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Ten they got hungry, for so they started eating pencils. pencils. <laughs> but, uh,
0: no, they... Uh,
1: so... Some, uh, what is it? Tamagotchi number two? What, is, what are you talking about? You know, classic pencils. Oh is that how
0: you reset them you mean?
1: No, no, no. The like the classic schoolyard pencil. It's like the um...
0: is it It's called a Ticonderoga. Ticonderoga. Oh my god. <laughs> I was always ta- a pen guy. I don't ta- ta- make mistakes. Oh my god. Fuck, man. <laughs> um, but like I said they had extremely high levels of lead in their body and it, now it's not it's not confirmed that the lead was the only cause of death, but it was a factor in the death the lead and scurvy combo that many believe that they had was most likely, you know, the 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 death certificate, uh and it would be fatal enough for most people. Okay. But um it was just really interesting. They're like, how did these guys get lead poisoning, you know? And uh we'll get into that. All right. Um but like I said, everybody was questioning how these guys got such severe lead poisoning. But the answer comes From the preparation for the journey, like I said, the stuff that maybe they thought would save them was actually their demise. This is where it comes into play. Okay. Like I said, the ship had a three-year supply of canned food, but apparently the company in charge of processing and canning the food for the expedition was hired at the last minute, making the processing uh, and canning rushed and uh we all know what happens when you rush canning right
1: you start stuffing pencils in in the canned food yeah the guy's like are these beans
0: or pencils and uh <laughs> eat it. it it was pencils it was pencils <laughs> um no so uh like i said the the cans the cans themselves were horribly put together to the point where they had large globs of lead soldering on them. And I guess the, the soldering is what holds the cans together and it seals the cans and whatnot. Yeah. So when they found these cans like, uh, left over on the beach, they had these, like, large globs of lead. And they're like, oh, shit, that's not good. And also they believe that in the factory they didn't heat the cans properly to, you know... Preserve the food, preserve... like, have the suction in it and stuff. Exactly. And... Yeah. So apparently like a lot of people were getting sick and they thought like oh shit there's botulism in the cans too okay so they brought this like a bunch of cans of pencils and you, botulism. God, you think
1: you would have fucking like before setting sail for this huge adventure you think you'd at least like you know look over the food real quick to make sure that everything looks good
0: well that's the thing i don't think you can really tell from like i think they're like oh this is like a shitty canning job but like are they sealed? That's good enough. And yeah. the botulism, you could tell because the can starts to bloat outward. Okay. But it also doesn't, like, come into play until probably it's too late, you know. So yeah. they probably toss some cans being like, oh, but I don't even know if they knew what botulism was at that point. Yeah. Did they? I don't know.
1: Got to go fishing with all his food. You just throw it in the ocean, a bunch of dead fish will pop
0: up, and then you just and then you, you eat them. them and get botulism. Yeah, yeah. So um, <laughs> the cycle of life. Ugh, love it. So many believe that the the lead in the food was not enough to actually cause cause the lead poisoning, but the problem was it was also in the water. Delicious. Yeah. So, um, like I said, they had a new state of the art filtration system. And that apparently had a massive lead problem as well. Perfect. The pipes themselves were made out of lead, which was nothing new for water pipes, Yeah. Uh, but apparently lead seeps into water much easier when the water is one, newly filtered and soft, two, if the pipes are new, and three, if the water is heated. Which yeah, that makes all sense. of them it's going through all that. Exactly. So it yeah. was basically like a perfect storm for lead poisoning. Yeah so and let me guess where the walls painted with lead lead based paints um i think they were wood oh i don't think they wasted any paints on the inside of the ship can still know? paint wood salt water is known to uh peel paint
1: okay i was just wondering if we got more lead in this equation um uh, maybe Not. i'm not ruling it out yet i wasn't there
0: but uh oh i, I thought this was a first-hand experience no i'm making this one up too oh uh, okay mm-hmm. yeah good um So the effect that lead has on the brain is substantial enough to apparently lower IQ and create difficulty learning and problem solving, which may have caused them to get into the problem they are going to end up encountering.
1: I feel like I've had lead poisoning the last 28 years of my life based on your description.
0: I feel like you continue to have lead poisoning every year as your life progresses. It's a
1: very faint amount of lead poisoning so it's
0: not lethal but god i can't learn anything But god are you stupid dumb as a bag of bricks dang dumb as a bag of fucking pencils i tell you some <laughs> tamagotchi pencils so uh when summer rolled around in 1846 the ship left beachy island and sailed south to king william island uh and the terror and Erebus became Trapped in the ice off King William Island in September of eighteen forty six, and are believed to have never sailed again. So they're stuck at King Willie Isles. They left her in the summer, a couple months, uh, going through these archipel- archipelagos. They eventually just, I've I've seen this, I've heard this happen before. This happens in like the uh, Antarctica and stuff like that, where they they start breaching through the ice and then all of a sudden they reach a part where they can't get through anymore and it freezes around and then yeah exactly yeah. the broken part behind them they it's they can't turn around so it freezes the boat in so that's what happened to this uh these two boats Hey, it's better than sinking let's get to it <laughs> um so like i said the hms terror and the hms Erebus became trapped in the ice off king william island in september of 1846 and according to a note dated uh, April 25th, 1848, uh, which tells you something right there. Yeah. That they were alive on this, off this, like, beach for, like, or off this uh, King William Island for two years. Yeah, that's insane. So there's a note dated April 25th uh, left on the island by Fitzjames and Crozier, uh, two of the uh, sailors that said that Franklin had died on June 11th 1847 so he died Franklin the captain died about a year after they got stuck there Yeah, and they said that he died of natural causes but I mean knowing the conditions and how much lead they were chugging at this point like is as natural as a you know
1: I think they said natural uh, you know natural causes just so then they could justify eating him let's get to
0: that too oh fuck Um, (laughs) so uh, so they said he died and the crew had wintered on King William Island from 46 to 48. So they were living in the ship. They were building, like, kind of igloos and stuff off, off right off the ship. But this, So
1: they were on the ice a little bit? They were on the ice a little okay. bit, but
0: the ship was, like, frozen in, and they're like, we cannot move this. It's, it's almost like they were waiting for a death sentence. It was such yeah. a shitty situation. I mean, especially in 1846 where – what, are you sending a raven or something? Like, yeah. Where's your communication? Uh, if they send a search party, they're probably going to find a bunch of dead peoples at that point. Yeah. So what they plan to do, the remaining crew of 105 men, uh, they planned to begin a walk on April 26, 1848 toward the Back River on the Canadian mainland which was over 1,000 miles away. Shit. So they're like, we have to hike 1,000 miles, which I can't even fathom that, especially in like the the frozen tundra. Yeah. I mean, how long does it take to, like, if you're – it's an archipelago area, so it's like you walk, and then all of a sudden you reach a part where you're like, oh, there's ocean in between us and that piece of land over there. Like, do we swim and all get, you know, frostbite and hypothermia? Yeah. Like, it only takes one of those. Um, so, the remaining crew had planned to begin walking on april twenty sixth eighteen forty eight towards the back river uh on the Canadian mainland, and nine officers and fifteen men had already died uh just waiting there with the boat, yeah, but the rest of the one hundred and five men would unfortunately end up dying along the way. I mean, that's no spoiler a-, a thousand miles is not good, yeah, but uh they ended up dying along the way to the back river. Most on the island and uh, another 30 or 40 on the northern coast of the mainland. So some did get pretty far. Um, It's impressive. But it was still hundreds of miles from the nearest outpost of Western civilization. It would be crazy just finding a bunch
1: of dead bodies from a thousand-mile stretch, just like every
0: couple hundred. (laughs) it's, It's like the worst trail of breadcrumbs you've ever seen. Yeah. And... Apparently, the strangest thing about the found ships and the bodies was that there was actually drinking water and food left on the boat while the men who had, begin, had begun their 1,000-mile trek to civilization brought with them plates, curtain rods, and a writing desk. Yeah, you got to bring that desk. I don't know. I, I, I think that's the biggest uh, mystery of why they were – you bring in these things, and a lot of people point to the lead put. There's a lot of mystery and like – That's uh, like
1: the madness of the lead.
0: Well, they think that
1: – Well, maybe they're going to make a be- like a little boat out of the, uh, the desk. Are you serious? I don't know. How big is this desk we're talking?
0: I mean if Jack couldn't fit on the door, what makes you think that 105 men could fit on a desk? Well, you can at
1: least get one on the desk and ship them off.
0: I bet that one guy's like, I'm not sharing my desk with anybody right now. Exactly. Um, They should have brought all those pencils and tied them all together and made a nice little castaway raft.
1: Pencil raft.
0: Yeah. (laughs) But um, some, like I said, some thought that the lead affecting their brains was the reason for the backwards thinking. But ultimately, no one knows due to the fact that most of the letters and belongings, belongings of these men were destroyed in the harsh environment they were found in the other the other things left behind were mainly bones, human skulls and bones with cut marks in them indicating cannibalism and a last ditch effort to survive.
1: There you go.
0: So they they I mean that's kind of you saw that coming from a mile yeah. away. I don't know if they ate the captain. He was already 59, not looking too hot. Yeah, it's probably not good meat. Um I think they probably just like hucked him into the water and it's real mush. mushy meat. Yeah, they <laughs> I mean, once you eat somebody who has lead poisoning, how much worse does your lead poisoning get? Or does it, like, cap out at a certain time? Yeah. But in the end, the boats were crushed by the moving ice and sank to the bottom. Uh, They're actually – no one knew where they were for, uh, you know, forever. And they eventually found one of the the Erebus they found in 2014, and they found the Terror in 2016 – and uh, they actually had cameras go down there, and that's how they found out that, like, there was food left on the boat, like, bottles of wine. Not that that's sustenance, but there was canned food and other stuff like that left on the boat, and they still don't know why they left it on the boat.
1: I thought booze wasn't allowed or, or swearing.
0: Well, I I mean, it wasn't allowed, but it doesn't mean that people, like, they could have stocked up the ship. Probably different guys stocked up the ship, like, oh, they're definitely going to want this wine. Yeah. And then he's like, well, this is my rule. I'm, I'm enlisting. And then everyone was like, oh, fuck, man. Okay. So that's probably why it was still on the boat is that no one drank it. But um, the boats were crushed. The men were all killed by one or many diseases, maybe lead poisoning, maybe scurvy or Addison's disease. And the story of the Franklin expedition will forever be a mystery lost to the winds of winter.
1: Ooh, I like that little ending you did there.
0: Well, that's a, I mean, that's one of the, Game of Thrones books, but oh. it just had a nice alliteration, so I'm not... That's not what happens in Game of Thrones, it's just... You can read? No, I can't read. Oh, I was going to ask you to teach me. I memorized all this from a tape recording. Oh, okay. Also, I'm making this up. Oh, okay. <laughs> I tape recorded myself making it up. I replay it. That's how I memorize things. You, I'm, I feel like people are going to kind of believe I made this up to a certain extent. I did not make this up. This is all <laughs> true. Google it. It's just a big old joke, but... Yeah, in the end uh I guess moral of the story is don't try to find the northwest passage. They actually did end up finding it like years later. Yeah. Is but, it is it still like super
1: dangerous or oh yeah, you said the Well, well global warming.
0: global warming made it so people can actually go through there easier. It's yeah. still like one of the pretty sketch really harsh environment, so if you have a weekend I say don't go up there and try no? to traverse okay. it, but yeah. um yeah
1: not a good weekend activity
0: no we got planes now we don't need we don't need to find the northwest Passage. that's true we got trains planes and automobiles yeah so stick to those ones stick to what you know yeah fedex two-day shipping yeah i mean if it's not on amazon prime i'm not buying it this uh podcast is brought to you by fedex two-day shipping or three to seven day shipping for free yeah what are you in a hurry for motherfucker yeah what's what's your time worth yeah so
1: yeah All right, so I guess I am here to talk about my story, which is about Magdalena Solace. And I'm going to go ahead and just call her Maggie because I keep butchering her name and I'm having an issue with it. So so Maggie was also known as the High Priestess of Blood. Oh, what? Yeah. So we'll start off with her childhood. Um, Maggie came from a very poor, dysfunctional family, like really, really, really fucking dysfunctional like H- how dysfunctional are we talking
0: like trailer dysfunctional worse
1: like give me like the worst family dysfunction you can think of
0: um my dad killed my mom in front of me and then uh, i don't know left me at a gas station
1: not quite so um so she uh
0: <laughs> it would be weird if it was exactly that that would have been strange i mean there's worse stuff than that but i don't want to talk about like really depressing like oh, this is worse lives and getting this is worse. all that but
1: so her family was so bad and so dysfunctional that her uh, very own brother, whose name was Elazar,
0: they got they got some interesting names. They really like tried to make the kids unique. It feels like you know? yeah.
1: So Elazar um, actually ended up being her pimp and sold her as a prostitute. Oh no!
0: At, like at a pretty young age. I didn't get an exact age. That should but... have been a part of my equation for a dysfunctional family. Yeah, there's a pimp and sells you out.
1: Yeah, so before we get into the whole blood priestess stuff, there's another family that's critical for the story, and that's the Hermen- Hernandez brothers who started a cult.
0: they got to start hanging out with better people. Yeah. I mean, their family's shitty, and they hang out with even shittier families.
1: Exactly. They should, She should have just ran from the family, but um, unfortunately she didn't for her own sake. So in late 1962 to early 1963, the two brothers named Santos, and I'm going to probably butcher this one too, uh Keyanto hernandez uh traveled to a small town named yerba buena in mexico
0: i've heard of yerba buena i feel like
1: okay um you so, got a lot
0: you got a lot of hard words to say in this one
1: yeah i mean it's in mexico so there's a lot of okay. you know hispanic names and stuff and I'm... oh
0: maybe there's more those are more common names than i thought then yeah probably okay um
1: so the brothers had devised a plan to scam impoverished people who were like Mostly illiterate and had no education, which mm. is I'm imagining real leadheads. Exactly, wow, <laughs> I would imagine good, that right? they're they're pretty easy to uh, scam. So in their scam, they would tell the villagers that they were prophets of and in quotes the powerful and exiled Inca gods. Wow. Yes. So the brothers would demand the villagers would worship them and give them tributes. And um, to do that in exchange for treasures that were hidden in the caves and mountains surrounding the village.
0: Okay, so what were the tributes that they would give them? And did they ever uh, show them these these said caves and these said treasures?
1: We'll get to that part. Um, so I'm pretty sure, again, I, I did like a lot of research and there wasn't a whole lot of information on like the things. But I'm assuming they gave them like, food and money and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, that... I, I didn't know if they were going to be like if they were doing like the pimp thing too, where it's like here you could have my daughter for the cult, you know what I mean, like that kind of thing, where it's like not that I know of. Okay, well, I mean at least that's good. They're only taking, you know, candy and candy and cash. Well,
1: not entirely. <laughs> um, so many people uh, bought into the act, and uh, things were really good for the brothers for a while. Um, they as up... most
0: cults start out as yes,
1: right. So they actually. The the home base of the cult were in the caves out in the ma- out in the mountains where the treasure supposedly was. Of course, and um, out there it was alleged that they had um, many drug fueled orgies, and they ended up treating the followers like they were sex slaves.
0: They're kind of, you're kind of checking off all the boxes for how a cult works right now, huh? Yeah, jeez.
1: Um, so eventually, the villagers became impatient because uh, the promised treasure. Wasn't really showing up, but they're like, "Where the what? fuck is this treasure?" I know, Wait, right? That's what they're doing all this thing for the gods, but you know, no treasure is coming.
0: You give me more only the brothers. candy, and I'll show you the treasure.
1: Um, so once the brothers felt like the backlash kind of setting in, they decided to go see if they could find some help, and they headed to um, the city of Monterey uh, to find prostitutes to take part in the scam. You know, so they would sex get sex sells. Well, not just that, but like they could also be paying them to reinforce like what they're saying, being like, "Oh yeah, no, it's true." Like you just have to keep being more patient. They just had more people on their side, convincing them, being like, "Oh no, all of it's true." Like the treasure is coming. You just have to keep. But it's also them it's
0: also a selling point where you can distract people like from asking these questions if you're providing them with something because like oh, yeah. the one thing they promised was, "Hey, we're going to give you treasure." And then they're like, the treasure's not there. We're like, we're going to give you sex, too. And yeah. like, they could deliver on the sex part if they have, like, prostitutes or something. So yeah. the guys would be like, I guess we're start, we're going to stop asking about the treasure. treasure will come in time, but, like, the sex is here, so that's, like, not bad. So yeah. they needed a pivot, it seemed like. Yeah, know?
1: exactly. Um, It's here where the brothers met the soulless siblings. Okay. And uh, Maggie,
0: Maggie and her brother. He was already a pimp at this point. Yes. Okay.
1: And so I, I guess it was kind of a thing like, oh, if you want to take... My girl, then I'm gonna go with you. Like I want to get in Ugh. on the scam
0: because,
1: like, the the, the gross that you're sa- I know it's so
0: gross that you're I saying know. my girl. And like, I know, like, that's what probably what he would say. And it's yeah. it's it's his sister. I mean, any kind of prostitution is disgusting. But like, like, come, how soulless do you have don't, to be? Yeah, don't keep the business
1: in the family. It's not God. family business.
0: It's really not. Yeah. Jesus.
1: Um. So yeah. So the uh, the brothers brought the two back to uh, to Yerba Buena. And that's where things would start to go a little bit downhill. So the brothers introduced uh, Maggie as a reincarnation of an Inca goddess. Okay. And, like, introduced her to the cult with, like, smoke and stuff and, like, made it all official and, like, made them all believe.
0: It sounds like she's kind of, like, um, not a prostitute anymore, right?
1: Oh, there's still a lot of banging. Ah. But, I mean, you know, they're all hyped, though, because it's like, oh, I get to bang this, uh, this this, goddess. So, after time of playing the Inca goddess, uh, Maggie develops a severe religious delusion. And uh, she starts to really believe that she is a reincarnation of the Inca goddess.
0: Oh, so it's kind of like a Stockholm Syndrome to a certain extent.
1: Kind of. But, um, so, yeah, so she she
0: starts to legitimately think that she is a goddess. She's, like, agreeing with her captors and being like... You know what? I think I am. I mean, it's kind of like when you're like a celebrity if everybody tells you you're the shit for so long, you kind of I feel like you start acting different and yeah. you're like I am the shit, you know? So yeah. maybe Yeah. Yeah. It's called a god complex, right?
1: Yeah, I think that's <laughs> it. She's also a god, so. Yeah. Um and so over time with that mentality, she ends up becoming kind of like the figurehead of the whole thing. Like the two brothers aren't really... Wow. And I don't think they really care that much because it's like they're
0: still getting benefits from it. But like... She could turn the people on them if, if she wanted yeah. to. I mean, know? yeah, she
1: could. But um, yeah, so she uh, Whoa. So she starts to take over the cult a little bit. So around that time, two members started to get kind of tired of uh, it just being like, hey, we're just having sex and there's no actual treasure. And... They caught on. Yeah, they kind of caught on and they tried to call it quits which um when they tried to walk away the two were quickly apprehended by the cult and uh lynched by the cult members under uh Solace's de- like demand whoa so these two um murders started quite the avalanche of bloodlust and uh she evolved into something like way worse realizing how much power she had that she could convince a pack of people to just like tear two people
0: apart that's the scary thing i would have been really scared if i was those twins because yeah like i mean they're probably still in her good graces but one false step and like you have a army at your at your will to do your bidding
1: they legitimately think that she is a
0: god wow yes what a what a what a underdog story yeah seriously like Prostitutes being prostituted out by her brother to, like, God who could... I would kill the brother. Yeah. That's what I'd do.
1: That's like Game of Thrones right there. Exactly. Yeah. Um, So the orgies started to stop. And instead of having orgies every night, she started to demand human sacrifices.
0: Whoa.
1: And And there the blood rituals were born. So in the blood rituals, they would typically take a cult member who was trying to get out of the cult or, like, flee from the cult... And then that member would be brutally beaten, burned, cut, and maimed by all the other cult members.
0: You would think after the the first two guys are trying to get out of the cult that everybody would be like, we're going to shut the fuck up about trying to leave the cult. Yeah. And either leave the cult and don't, like, complain about it, or just yeah. stay in the cult and pretend like you're happy.
1: Yeah. But, you know, everybody's on guard, kind of, and it's like, if you let someone go, then it turns out that you let them go, you'd you probably get...
0: It's also kind of probably like the Red Scare, where yeah, certain things, like... Hey, I don't like this guy's pissing me off. Like, hey, John tried to leave the cult, and then they just go and grab you. And yep. if you're a little bit of a higher ranking member, you have more trust. You exactly. Have some
1: pool. So, bloodletting was also practice. Which do you know what bloodletting is?
0: Bloodletting is when you cut yourself and you just like let yourself bleed on people or something like. that?
1: Well, I, I believe the actual like just term is just um like mass amount of like blood loss like so like
0: okay. like you know like um. like cleansing yourself
1: of like well i don't think it has to be a self-inflicted thing i think it's just like the idea of like uh draining the blood out of a body
0: oh okay dead or alive yeah oh okay
1: and so then as the bloodletting practice started they would start to um they would deposit the blood into a cup and mix it with chicken blood and then uh they would pass it around the entire and for everybody to take a sip of.
0: it was chicken blood filler or was there another reason for that
1: um i think it was more of a sac- another part of the sacrifice thing because a lot of people sacrifice chickens for whatever poor reason um oh man it's maybe a chicken but they're typically a, a main target for like sacrifices
0: okay and and i have blood it says bloodletting is the surgical removal of some uh some of a patient's blood for therapeutic purposes and it says uh, and okay. it also says like the violent killing and wounding of people during a war or conflict and bitter division and quarreling within an organization. So it's so they most could... likely the first one.
1: Yeah, but there, you know, so there is a chance that like you know people weren't dying from it and it was more of just like we're all gonna drink each other's blood.
0: It, it's I think it's uh, bloodletting is like I've I've heard of it people using it as like a like a ritual thing where like we're gonna bloodlet and like. You'll give like a pint of your blood, and okay? Then like yeah, and the people like you said they, they'll drink it, you know? Yeah, they'll, they'll rub it on their body, they'll use it in rituals. And yeah, it's like weird.
1: Um, so there's also you know classic reports of good old fashioned animal sacrifices and stuff like that too. Yeah, spe- it's
0: cheap, especially with like um you know like Mayan or these Mayan gods. Yeah, yeah, like sacrifice was a huge part of like well their Inca culture. Inca yeah, I mean maybe Incas too. I'm guessing. Yeah. Um, the, these these they did a lot to like the sun, like during well, eclipses and whatnot.
1: So my next part right here actually is um. So solace wasn't the originator of the style of blood ritual. It was well known. It was a well known practice of the Aztecs. It was believed that the Inca goddess was to perform the rit- the ritual, drink from the cup, and then pass it around. And the people who drank from the same cup as the goddess would obtain magical powers.
0: Okay. That's cool. I mean, when did they figure out that they weren't getting magical powers either? Maybe they're like, you got to take at least 100 sips from 100 rituals. Yeah, it's probably just, it just
1: keeps building and building until you get to notice it. But, you know, when you're that crazy and you're talking to someone who you think is a god, like, you could probably... You probably probably think you're
0: stronger after drinking it. like Not like magical powers. Like, I could shoot lightning out of my hands, but you definitely think you're, like, becoming a god yourself. Yeah, definitely. Okay.
1: Um, So, Solus claimed to have been the reincarnation of the goddess... Kotilku i know i butchered that one too um and uh it was said that for that goddess to drink blood they would remain forever young
0: oh okay yeah similar to a vampire thing we got going on here
1: exactly so a lot of people connect her and call her like a vampire and stuff like that was she was she pretty um <laughs> was she was she pretty i don't think so i no. mean i've seen pictures ever she was young she's though. not my type but <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um yeah
0: but she was young so um, um, i think she was she stayed young she was younger i think um i mean it didn't really matter if, the cult probably didn't last long enough for somebody to get old in that amount of time so yes
1: so the murders you can't w- vet it the murders went on for a total of six weeks so okay. this all happened within a six week wow, span very short and um this again was in 1963
0: and um, prime cult years. Yeah. Seventies, sixties, yeah.
1: So by the end of the last ritual they were uh vivisecting hearts.
0: What's vivisecting?
1: So that means to remove an organ while the thing person or living thing oh, is still alive. Fuck so me. they were ripping hearts out <sighs> of people. That were still alive.
0: That's like, that's, that's an Aztec thing right there. Yes. From the research I've done into Aztecs, it's a, uh, wow, that's, that's rough right there. Yeah.
1: And so in May, 1963, a 14 year old local boy wandered near the caves and witnessed a ritual. The kid noticed lights and noises from the caves and decided to inspect what was going on. Uh, so after seeing someone's heart getting ripped out of their screaming body, the kid ran 25 kilometers to the closest police station uh, to report it, saying that he saw vampires sacrifice- eating people. That's why he said wow. that he saw a vampire. Because um, I can only assume that everybody's mouths were covered in blood, and they were, like, ripping a guy apart. That
0: must have been the most frightening thing to stumble upon ever. I mean, yeah. uh, so the, there are they still ripping out... Um members hearts yeah. or are they just finding random okay yeah and are, do you know if these people are willing sacrifices because i know in the aztec culture it was like an honor like sometimes yeah. sometimes they they got people who they you know um defeated in battle but i think yeah. for the most part it was like an honor to sacrifice yourself for for the gods yeah so yeah i'm guessing these people probably went willingly right
1: um, you know, maybe one or two did. I'm not entirely sure yeah, on that. Yeah, it's probably a mixed bag. Um, I'll get, of into, I'll get into it later why there's not a ton of super in depth information. Mm-hmm. Um, but so the next morning, an investigator named Luis Martinez went to the cave with the child. Oh, yeah, bring the kid back there. Well, the kid had to show him where it was. I guess you're right. And they were never seen alive again.
0: No fucking way. Yep. It was just them. Who bring? Who doesn't bring backup? I mean, it was the '60s, but still, like.
1: I mean, a fourteen-year-old kid?s Like, there's vampires up there. They're like, uh, send. I guess send like the new guy like, with send them. Send yeah. the
0: shittiest cop we have. Yeah. Just to like help this kid, and oh, you're so scared. Like. Yeah. Oh my god. That's <laughs> the worst thing I've ever heard in my life.
1: Yeah. So uh, once the investigations uh, officer went missing, and the boy, uh, the cult was put on like top priority for the area, and the police went looking for them in full force. Um, the Solis siblings were arrested actually in the town at a farm when they found them with a large quantity of the sticky, sweet devil's lettuce. Um, they smoked a lot of ganja <laughs> in the caves and peyote.
0: I bet. Peyote. Yeah.
1: Yeah. For and sure. so catching them with the marijuana was enough to arrest them. I mean, at you, the know time. What,
0: you know what they say? The marijuana is a gateway drug to ripping out hearts and eating yeah. them.
1: Oh, and I've seen it happen before. I saw someone inject marijuana once and he ripped
0: out his own heart. Yeah. My cousin. Heart ripper now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Injecting the marijuanas a lot. Moved to Mexico, lives in a cave. All off one joint. Wow. He smoked one joint, never smoked again. He's been ripping hearts ever since. Wow.
1: Yeah. Yeah, stay off drugs. <laughs> um, so then uh, <laughs> Santos Hernandez, one of the two brothers, was shot by police while resisting arrest. And the article I was reading, I felt this was really strange that it just kind of added to this at the end. It didn't say, like, when it happened. But the other brother, uh, Keanto. Was actually assassinated by one of the other cult members in an attempt to take his place next to the high priestess.
0: That makes sense.
1: Yeah, no, it makes sense. But like, I thought it was funny that it didn't tell me like when that happened. Mm. It was just kind of like, oh, by the way, that happened at one point. It's like, was that like a week in, two weeks in? Like, where was that in that six week period?
0: I could see, I could see them uh, alluding to that, or assu- like uh, maybe like one of the cult members is like, oh yeah, like Santo got killed. Yeah. From a cult member. And they're like, when? He's like, ah, I don't, you know, I was high on peyote the whole time, yeah. man. I don't know.
1: So many of the cult members were shot in the shootout with the police after barricading themselves in the caves. So when, they, when the police went up there to try to, you
0: know. So they found the cave. Yeah. Showed and, up. And uh, I'm surprised the cult members had guns, honestly.
1: I mean, what cult doesn't have guns?
0: I guess you're right. You got to stock up a little bit, right?
1: Yeah. So I believe that there were 12 members who survived. I never got a number on how many there were originally, mm-hmm. but 12 of them survived and they were all sentenced to, sentenced to 30 years in prison for six counts of murder in the form of group or gang murder. And it wasn't until like many, many years after this whole thing that they started to talk about it because um, they, they, wouldn't,
0: they wouldn't testify about anything. Oh yeah, I mean it makes sense. It's like it's probably like the most shameful thing you could do is be a part of a cult where you yeah. murdered people. Well, not just, no, it
1: wasn't just that. So, when uh the Solis siblings were both sentenced to 50 years in prison for the murder of the child and the investigator Martinez, but they're never able to connect them to the other six mutilated bodies found and um because the cult members were, were refusing to make and he says, like, any comments get stitches exactly because I think they still really believed in it. I think it was just so many years after they finally were like, oh, okay, maybe she wasn't a god. This is kind of what happened.
0: But it, so the brother and the sister got fifty years just yes. just for the the murder of the boy and the cop. Yes, yeah, so that's the only one that they the, could charge him with. The twins were dead. Yes. They're both dead at this
1: Um, point. I don't know. I don't think they're twins. I think they're just
0: brothers. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm picturing the twins from Breaking Bad. Yeah. You know, the the ones with the the big pointy boots? Yes. That's what I'm picturing. Yes. Okay, so the brothers are dead at this point. Yeah. And And there's 12 cult members alive. Yeah. Okay. And
1: uh, with the leaders either dead or captured, when the police explored the caves, they would find eight mutilated bodies. Um, Mm -hmm. So it's it's not for certain if they killed more than eight, but... um, that's just how many bodies they found and like no one ever said anything so there could have been a lot more murders or sacrifices i guess
0: and that eight would have included the the child and the police officer oh yeah i bet i mean they probably had like eight of their own members in there and then there was like oh these are outside members so maybe we should like hide them better or yeah eat all of them or something yeah.
1: so um solus is still alive at the ripe age of 88 in prison So, this is where I'm getting really upset, is that she was locked up in 1963 for 50 years. Mm -hmm. So, that means she got out in 2013. Mm -hmm. But I can't find any information about if she was released, if she's, like, still in prison. You know, because they can still... Hell, she could have even gotten out earlier. You know, because people can get stuff reduced. I Good really, behavior. I really
0: doubt that she did, but what? it's a possibility. I don't know the Mexican prison system. right I don't
1: like either, that. and it's to the point that I couldn't even figure out what fucking prison she was in. I couldn't even find the name of the prison, so I couldn't even look up anything about it. I googled her name. I found this really weird website where it was like talking about her, and there's like a little section. It's like, is she hot or not? Like, oh, I, 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 I can't. I can't. That was tell my website. You. I can't tell you how many. Links I clicked on, trying to figure out where the fuck she is. I cannot find anything about her wow. today. All I know is that she hasn't been reported dead, and she's she would be 88 if she was alive.
0: Maybe it's possible that. Sorry Dion, uh, it's possible that she got put into like witness relocation or something, like, witness protection, because yeah. it's not she's not technically a witness, but I, I didn't mean, think about that. It's kind of the same thing with the Manson murders, with like the the women who did it, like Squeaky From and all them, are just like. They, they really regret it, and they're like, oh, I don't know what I was thinking and all this stuff. Yeah. So, like, maybe she was kind of a pawn used who, like, had power go to her head. Yeah. She she definitely did kill people still. Yes. Like, there's no doubt about that. But and it's drank like, their blood. But I think the question is, like, when does the victim become the aggressor in a, in a system where they were forced into almost becoming the aggressor? You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. if somebody gets kidnapped by a serial killer and then they start helping the serial killer and they get like in this weird trance, like they were kind of forced into it in the first place. They didn't yeah. want to do it. So it's it's such a it's such an interesting question of like how many years somebody should get for that.
1: I think you bring up an excellent point that that's a that makes total sense. If there's a good chance that maybe she is in some side, some sort of like hiding or like witness protection kind of thing that. Yeah, that that actually makes more sense than anything else that I can think of.
0: Especially if they killed members of somebody's family and yeah. they want to oh, get yeah. back at her now. Oh yeah, and big time. Mex- Mexico, from what I've seen with the some of the cartels, it's a little lawless. So mm-hmm. um, you can definitely hire a hitman down there to go find this woman if you wanted to, and like
1: for an entree and a coke. For a what? For a small meal. For a meal and a drink. You an, can probably hire an, an assassin down an there. An
0: entree of Coke?
1: An entree and a Coke.
0: Oh. I think you're just like selling people like a... Yeah, I'll have a a pile of Coke with... Uh, can I get a fries with that? Can I get some fries with I that? I should say Coca-Cola. An entree of Coke. But uh, yeah, so it's, I'm, it's pretty scary yeah. to think that, one, she's out there. I'm guessing she's rehabilitated to a certain extent if she is out and not dead in prison i mean she's
1: 88 who knows what shape she's in i mean 50 years in prison can probably do a lot to you mentally
0: oh yeah i bet it changes people yeah i mean she didn't seem she wasn't
1: in the greatest shape when she got there
0: i i just love to know her mindset going into prison if she was like immediately regretful of everything when she got caught because then that gives me like a a good chance that she's probably not like evil anymore or whatever Yeah, like but,
1: how quick it snapped back to her like wait a second
0: but if you go into prison like being that god complex still that could sitting in a cell festering on the fact that you're a god can really make you more angry too so oh, yeah it's really it would be a go either interesting way interesting psychological experiment just to see
1: yeah but yeah so that's my story wow if anybody has any info where she is now if i just missed something let
0: me know i guess but yeah I couldn't... is the brother still out there
1: i didn't see anything about it who cares about him
0: yeah fucker whatever yeah i mean he was just kind of helping people rip out the hearts i guess yeah he was but, just there for the ride yeah geez it's crazy it's uh it's it's nuts what some people do and uh what they do in their life and then you know I, about the you heard about that guy that, that cut off the guy's head on the on the Greyhound bus and, like, started, like, eating him and stuff like that, and they let him out of prison, like, 20 years later. I did not hear about that. And they just... They, he went to a mental institution, and, uh... I mean, we'll, maybe we'll talk about that at another yeah. time. Yeah, no, but... that sounds like a good topic. Don't give away too much of yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, so... And... Did he do the exact same thing once he got out? No, he was just like, I I wasn't taking medication, and... He's uh, a manager I, at Arby's now. I had, like... A... <laughs> He's a, a business headhunter. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Hey, oh. But uh yeah, so it's just crazy to see like how some people can be rehabilitated and like do we forgive them if they have a mental illness? I know that person who got their head cut off probably wouldn't, but no. it's like where do we give the second chances and where yeah. do we not? So No, for sure. I think that concludes uh episode our, our seventh, seven. Yeah, seventh episode. Um, Big Lucky number seven. Yeah, so th- that was uh you got we got some we got some ships stuck we got some heads gone hearts ripped off no there's no beheading in there oh i'm thinking of sorry (laughs) you're getting all mixed up with your disembodiments man i'm just like i'm getting ahead of myself yeah hey (laughs) yo don't eat your heart out oh i don't got anything else let's end there yeah but uh thank you guys for tuning in um please like like, like, and subscribe. Please, well, I mean, yeah. I like mean, our Instagram. Go like, follow yeah. our Instagram. We hope you like this, but um, please uh, subscribe to this if you're listening on Apple Podcast or uh, Spotify. Please uh, subscribe to this or follow it. Um, if you're on Apple Podcasts, you can rate and review. We really, really, really do appreciate when you guys do that because I think everybody says it. They're like, "Oh, it helps us get noticed by Apple and they can promote our stuff more." So, I mean, I
1: print all of the reviews out. I keep them in my wallet with me everywhere
0: yeah, I go. Exactly. So, so if 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 you have something nice to say, leave a review. If you have something mean to say, keep it to yourself. <laughs> That's all I
1: just... Or you can just send, you can send it to us privately.
0: Yeah, don't put that on... Just <laughs> send, like, I really don't like you guys. And we'll have, like, a good combo with you about it. Because... Yeah. Because we, we hate ourselves, too. Yeah. Like, we I think we get, become really good friends, actually. Um, <laughs> but, uh, like we said, please do that if you didn't already. We really, really appreciate it. Um, check out our Instagram, because we post all the pictures. I have some really good mummy pictures for this episode uh, of the frozen bodies inside... Uh, inside those graves on that island yeah so. and
1: we can post a picture of uh, maggie and you can you can uh, hot or not hot or notter for us oh man give us a scale with the fire emoji good old
0: mark zuckerberg uh you know in the social network like yeah what what barnyard animal does she look like yeah <laughs> i don't know i just yeah i forgot that movie already yeah that's a good one but um but yeah so check us out there uh check out our website campstrange.com this has been a Low Upside Podcast Network production. Go to lowupside.com, check out some of their uh, fun uh, articles and other podcasts. We have some other good podcasts on there Chris and Craig Show. We got Monopod by Sam Skolnick. We got some other good stuff on there.
1: We should do a sexy calendar with those guys and sell it.
0: Yeah, I don't think anyone want to buy that. <laughs> also, we have to be sexy. So that's a problem. Um,. But yeah, so uh, we—it's uh, October coming up, and we're excited. We got some more spooky tales coming for you. I'm gonna and, try to
1: keep it real spooky this month.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna try to get a little bit spookier. I've been doing a lot of historical stuff, but I want to get like into some ghost stuff next uh, next episode.
1: We want to scare you. Yeah. Want to scare the headphones right off you. But
0: anyway, um, I think that concludes it. Yep. And uh, I guess, as always, remember to stay strange.